Hey there, this is Harriet McClance, the co-founder of Her North. And I am so glad that you have tuned in to listen to this podcast. Whatever your needs are, I pray that God will guide you to the wisdom and knowledge that you need. The purpose of this podcasting community is not to uh, uh, offend or uh, bash anybody, but I try to provide uh, some very real world type experiences that I have had as a Christian woman on my journey. God bless you on today. The subject that I'm going to talk about today may be a bit sensitive and touchy for some of our men. And notice I did say some, I did not say all. But I just recently recorded a podcast that said why some women who want to be married are unmarried. And I think it's fair for me to address uh, one of the uh, most popular topics that I get uh, all the time in my email at hello at hernorth.com. And it is why so many women are opting out of marrying African-American men. And before I begin, let me say that I'm going to uh, be as uh, transparent as I can in reference to, in reference to some of the experiences that I have had uh, as a as an African American woman dating African American men, black men uh, in the United States. And um, is uh, this podcast is not designed to bash uh, our African American men. I really do respect. Uh, the all men and 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 I love uh, my African American males. So don't think for one moment that I'm trying to be cruel or disrespectful toward you at all. But I must share uh, this podcast on today. One of the struggles that um, African American uh, families have is the majority of the families are being led by matriarchs, and that is the single black female. And because of that, there's a different dynamic altogether that uh, a different set of uh, impoverished type obstacles that single uh, women have to uh, learn how to survive and, and live with because they don't have the luxury of somebody to catch them when they fall. And therefore, the home environment for most African-American children and men in particular. And guys, I wish I had taken the time to look at some statistics prior to talking to you, because I think it's important to include data with situations like this. But I'm going to do the best that I can today without it. Uh, but. uh as a result of it, instead of being able to create more uh, nourishing type environments, uh, a lot of men experience being mistreated because they were scapegoated by their mothers because they favored and looked like their fathers. And then you have some households where the poverty was so bad, in fact, the abject poverty uh, forced the mother to have latchkey kids. And those are the kids who walk around with the little string around their neck with the house key. 
So uh, they, they don't have parents waiting on them when they arrive home because they their parents have to go out and work uh, more than one job just to make the ends meet and to provide a roof and food for the children. Nevertheless, many of these matriarchs go on to raise entire families, barely making ends meet. And sometimes the environment is hostile. Um, there is no uh, affirmation of love, very little affection that's shown in these type of showed in these type of environments. And the African-American male grows up not truly understanding what his role is as a male other than to be the man of the house as a child with the single mother instead of just being a little boy. And you know what's sad about that is that you wouldn't you would think that when a person physically grows up, when that man grows up, that he's mature. But physically, he is mature, but emotionally, mentally and uh, psychologically, it's impossible to reach full maturation when the man, the father, the husband is absent from the household. You know, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it's impossible to talk on this platform without offending people sometimes. So let me apologize in advance. But I grew up without my biological father in the house. In fact, I can remember for a couple of years, it was just my mother and my siblings. But then for most of my childhood, I remember being raised by my grandmother and my grandfather. And as far back as I can remember, I was able to see a husband and a wife. Now, granted, their relationship was very dysfunctional, but she did at least have the support, basic support that she needed. In fact, I can honestly say that my grandfather was a very loving and still is an affectionate man of God. So it was it was no way of getting out of going to church because it was enforced within our household that you went to church and school and you learned how to treat people. That was important in our house. But anyway, having said that, let me say this. Back to the topic at hand, because I wanted to give some back story here before I just dive in. But a lot of, of a lot of women are complaining that black men are just selfish. Um, they uh, they don't deal with their emotional and psychological issues. Uh, they carry too much baggage, baby mama drama type baggage. And and the and the need to constantly affirm and constantly reassure and build up their self-esteem for a lot of women is just a bit much. And so that's why you have the uh, uh, the women saying that they're just tired. They're not looking for a man that they have to raise. And this is not everybody, but this is some. And they're not looking for the responsibility of taking care of that man's children and also taking care of him in regards to cooking, cleaning and having to uh, pretty much feed this man. 
And, and, and the truth is, as ladies, I think it's important that we understand that if we enter into these relationships and we don't have any boundaries, and if we too come from matriarch-led households where we didn't see a proper and healthy Christian relationship between a husband and wife, we have everything stacked up against us. Everything. And, 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 and if you're not able to quickly recognize the dysfunction and the, the gaps that exist between you and between your husband, and you're not able to put your ego on the shelf and address these real issues by getting Christian counseling and possibly uh, connecting with a pastor uh, or somebody that's qualified and certified to address issues that you may encounter encounter in your marriage, then there's no hope. There is no hope. And so that's why a lot of women are saying, you know what? I just don't want to be married to a black man because black men just come with too much stuff. And a lot of them are ignorant and they don't want to listen to nothing that uh, uh, that they have to say to them in reference to being emotionally unavailable. And, and I really believe this doesn't just affect the man. A lot of women are emotionally unavailable. Some women don't know how to hug their husbands, don't know how to show affection because they never received affection. And the same is true for the man. And what do you do when you have two people that are supposed to come together who were raised in matriarch-led households who don't have any idea how a husband and wife are supposed to live together and become one? How do they do that? And and that's where all the problems start because you've also, you now we're not even talking about if the woman has kids from a previous relationships and if a relationship or relationships and if the kids live with her and if the man has kids from previous relationships and if those kids live with you all or or if they don't live with you and if whatever the case is, then you have a whole whole just bang of trouble like you've got all this stuff going on and because of of that a lot of women who don't have children women who are single with great jobs and and businesses they're not wanting to marry black men because they come with too much baggage and then those that don't have the baggage they don't know how to treat a woman Interestingly, they know how to get a woman, but they don't know how to keep the woman. And a lot of that has to do with being emotionally available. And so those of you who are listening to me, guys, and I know I'm talking about a whole lot, but unless this changes and there's a shift and and the egos are put on the shelf and 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 the men deal with their problems the black men deal with their problems and go get some counseling and and try to figure out what it is because guys if you have been married before and you went through a divorce and you never went to clinical counseling shame on you shame on you because you don't know if that last relationship uh dissolved because of you or because of that other person. And just because 
it's clear that the other person made a mistake or did something wrong, it doesn't mean that you're in the clear either. Because it takes two. So you really have to really assess and, and be honest with yourself and, 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 and have a desire to want to, to ensure that the next relationship that you get into, that you're not dragging stuff from that other relationship into the new one. That's why you find people who have been married two times, three times, four times, and some of them don't stop. They just keep on going. Why people still marry them, I do not know because I would be scared to death, okay? But we have a problem because we have a deficit. And and it's clear what some of those uh, 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 deficits and deficiencies are. And it starts in childhood. This is my theory. Because we do what we saw our parents do. We take care of our our households the way we saw our parents take care of the household. If you keep a clean house, ladies, chances are your mama kept a clean house. Your grandmother, your big mama kept a clean house. Your auntie, whoever raised you, kept a clean house. If you don't keep a clean house, chances are whoever raised you, they, they didn't admit you. Hey, they didn't teach you that. And men, if that rascal comes into the house... And he kick his shoes off and drop his pants and, and, and lay stuff everywhere and put his feet all over the furniture like a wild animal. And, and, and put cups and drink out of things and leave them all over the place and don't put a coaster down under his glass and tear up your furniture. And his nappy headed kids come in and they don't take care of the furniture and stuff either. You see, I can say nappy-headed because I'm a black woman. And I don't mean anything by it. But y'all ladies out there, y'all know who I'm talking, what I'm talking about. And you understand what I'm saying. So the point is, if we don't start addressing this stuff early on, if we don't see these problems early in our relationships and go get clinical counseling and, and just revert back to that street behavior... Y'all know what I mean when I say street behavior, that behavior, that clamor, that rolling of the neck, that yelling and screaming and cussing and acting a plum fool and, 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 and just out of control because that's what you saw the women in your life do. And nobody normalizes counseling. Nobody wants to encourage uh, 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 a friend to go to Christian counseling because they don't they don't understand. You guys, there is so much help out there available. There are people who are gifted and anointed to provide clinical Christian counseling. And there are clergy too who are just as qualified, but you have to make sure that you're reaching out to the right people. I always like to go where uh, they have to, uh, by law, they have to keep things confidential because sometimes uh, you're putting your business uh, with a broadcasting station when you tell certain people things about your relationship. So that's why all this stuff that I just mentioned is why a lot of black women are not wanting to marry African-American men. Because a lot of them are tired of being deprived. Deprived of affection. Deprived of kindness. Deprived of tenderness. And and, and just showing 
respect, and love for them. Now, this isn't everybody. But some of these men, some of y'all men out here, just don't treat black women well. You don't care how you talk to us. You don't care how you how you uh, communicate around us. And, 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 and for some, once you get married, you want to run and be with the boys. You want to just focus on your hobby. You just want to focus on whatever else. But now that you have the wife, the, the woman that you pursued, you don't even know how to treat her. And that woman, because she saw her mama's long suffering, because she saw her auntie put up with her man having kids all over town, staying out late, drinking alcohol all night and dragging in the house and crawling on the couch and crawling in the bed. They tolerate it. You tolerate it because that's what you saw. And you have nothing to compare it to because of those deficiencies that I talked about earlier. But ladies, now I'm more educated. They're more self-sufficient and self-reliant. And notice I didn't say independent because with self-reliance and self-sufficiency comes that automatically. And that doesn't take away from that woman desiring to be married, desiring to have a husband that support and helps her build that family and, and create a legacy and, and, and create wealth. But it's, 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 it's becoming too much because some of you men are not reaching out and getting the necessary clinical counseling that you need to address those childhood traumatic experiences. And, and the, I'm not leaving the ladies out, men. Some women are the same way. Some women are so hateful and low down and, and Machiavelli and borderline psychopathic and sociopathic and sadistic that they are complete terrors to be around. And they won't deal with their stuff because they don't know how to get the help that they need because they didn't see their parents get it. They didn't see their mamas get it. And because they saw their mother's Behave in the same way they have normalized their behavior. They celebrate being a hateful woman. They celebrate speaking their minds. But you keep on speaking your minds, ladies. You'll end up by yourself with a want. And a husband will be one of them. But I'm just saying, I'm not trying to make anybody mad, but I'm just speaking the truth here. Well, at least my version of it. You may think differently. And that's okay. But the point that I'm trying to make is men, a lot of ladies just don't want to marry you because of this, this, these issues. Black women are tired. Black women are having to settle for being second class citizens for a long time, just like black men. And the last thing a black woman needs is a black man mistreating them. And what's even worse, worse than that, is having a black man that's your husband mistreating, depreciating your value as a woman by just neglecting you, 
okay? Not even acknowledging your presence. And then having his family, his relatives, his your in-laws and their kids mistreat you. That's even worse. And that's why black women are saying, to hell with it. I have peace. And if I have to choose between peace and another black man that's going to treat me like crap, I'll choose my peace any day. Y'all men may feel the same way. So those of you who are listening to this, who are dealing with issues, you only want a, a, a woman when you want to have sex, you want a hot meal, you want a clean house, a warm bed. But other than that, you are just emotionally unavailable. And women do not want that. If that's the case, they can go to the grocery store and buy them a box of banana pudding ice cream by Bluebell and watch one of their favorite shows on the Netflix. Women are tired. I hear about it all the time. And some and some of you guys, you have good women now. But that woman is not enough. You're, you're cheating over here. You're doing stuff over here. And, and a lot of times it's not the cheating that the woman cannot get over. It's the line that goes along with the cheating. <laughs> Because then she's got to figure out where the lies start and where they end. And anybody that's ever dealt with a liar, you'll never figure that out. So, guys, I just wanted to share this with you, give you some insight, let you know um, what's going on out here. And what's going on in the minds of some of the women, the women who are turning you down, the women that's not going out to dinner with you and. And, you know, you may think that it's okay and it doesn't matter. But later on in life, it matters. I've met guys like that where it matters. God bless you and I hope this helps.